Hi everyone, I'm Kari. Hello everyone, I am Brady. And this is CSI Talk. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Another week, another episode of CSI Talk. Hi. Before we begin, this is a safe space for you. This is a safe space for everyone. So, whenever you want to come here, you know, this is a safe space for everyone of every gender, of every race, every age. You're welcome here. We are one big family. So, we love you. Yeah, I feel like someone out there needs to listen to this message right now, so we love you. Before I begin, as usual, this week on CSI History. So we had a lot of episodes 17 on this when it comes to CSI History, so season 4, episode 17, Getting Up, which aired on March 11, 2004, season 5. Season 5, episode 17, Compulsion, which aired March 10, 2005. Season 6, episode 17, I Like to Watch, which aired March 9, 2006. If y'all remember, I think that's is the episode that Nick had a Foot fetish. What? Foot fetish. Oh, the foot fetish guy. Oh, is that the one that Grissom says? There are too many forensic shows. <laughs> And they've been pulled with their camera. This is nine. Episode seventeen. No way out. Which aired March twelfth, two thousand nine. Season ten. Episode fifteen. Neverland, which aired March eleventh, two thousand and ten. So you well, can Chris Nathan Cress is in that episode. From iCarly, if you can associate the name to the face, he was on iCarly. I think he still is on iCarly. He is. The only person he did not return was Jeanette McCurdy, who was also on CSI, but an earlier episode. Much earlier episode. Season 11, episode 17, The List, which aired March <laughs> 2011. Season 16. Episode 17, Trends with Benefits, which aired March 14, 2012. And season 14, episode 17, Long Road Home. Which aired March 12, 2014. <laughs> Sorry, I think I was a bit older. Oh, so, yeah, this was this week on CSI history about not as nice episode because tonight is Saturday for us because we usually record this on a Saturday, but we didn't. Yeah, we didn't record it. Friday because I had a day on Friday. Had more than a day. You had enough to last three days. <laughs> Guys, you don't even have a bit. I was trying to get two things done. I've got one of them done. Well, but that that's not a word. We're here to talk about. We're here to talk about episode 16. Only I'll fall down. 
you know, me and Bree, we share one brain cell only. And the episode well, together. But it's CSI, we sometimes do show one brain cell. Sometimes, because we do have a couple of different, we've had a couple of different theories. Yeah, okay. So. And so we're flipping the bird with his fingerprint. Yeah, back in the lab, Ellie gets ID. The name of this guy is Ronald Winter. His IQ is <laughs> Winter. Where do you think? <laughs> I saw the same thing. Oh my god. You know, you know. Okay, so his IQ is 160, and I says that means that he's got an end game. If his IQ, if his dad's more, he's got an end game. And we find out Kat called some of her FBI friends to help break the code. And I mean, okay, yeah, apparently the FBI is not really that much, you know, effective if they're not. As I said, in the CSI world, it's they are not from criminal minds because oh, no, they weren't that different. Captain joined right before Captain joined. Well, I mean that unit, but the unit to to break the code. I mean, well, we'll get to that later. So yeah, when they get to autopsy, Sonia is exhausted because she had to spend the night and she's taking coffee like no tomorrow. You know what? when I have to do something important and I'm taking coffee like there's no tomorrow I was able to cut it down to three but at my worst I used to take nine per day yeah Bree's looking at me like she's shocked but yeah you should, should it because I let mom drinks more coffee than that she could drink coffee all day long and she drinks multiple cups well and Sonia and Jack were supposed to do it together but Jack went on a date and left her alone but he read it. Yeah, Molly was poisoned, and Sonia was poisoned. Was poisoned too. Mm-hmm. Well, Max tries to get Sonia safely to sit and figure out the body was something was used to poison her. Jack, Jack, Ali, and Max too. But luckily, well, no. Nah, yeah, I mean, Sonia gray. able to gray line. Gray line. It was very gray. It was very great. Because Sonny got poisoned, but nobody else did. Yeah, because Sonia says that Molly's body is a Trojan horse that is meant to poison all of them. But really, the body was meant to poison only Sonia, not all of them. Because if it was meant to poison all of them, Ronald would have used a lot more poison than he actually did. Maybe it was supposed to be, we were supposed to poison either Jack or Sonia. There's no oh, way, oh. or both. There was no way to, for his friend Ronan to know which one of them was going to make that incision. Well, so Jack is freaking out. Oh, before. It was just like I imagined because when two episodes ago, I don't on this podcast, when we made the connection between the titles of the episodes, when we realized that the name Jack was one on one of the poems, one of the versions, one of the versions of the poems, I said that 
something was going to happen to Sonya, and how would you coordinate a medical exam? I would have told you it was going to happen because the summary was already out. Yeah, okay. Bree said that Sonya was going to get poison, and I was like, how do you poison a medical examiner? How do you poison a medical examiner through a body? I just didn't know how. Like, through the skin? No, because she would be wearing gloves. She should have been wearing a mask, too. It she should have been wearing a mask, too. I mean, Dr. Robbins would have not have made that mistake. Because whenever he's cutting a body open, he puts on a face shield. At least. At least, yeah. This guy was a rat in the building, then he put on a full body suit. Which apparently was malfunctioning because he could still smell <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing. So Jack was freaking out. Rightly yeah. slow. Yeah. And he is feeling guilty. Probably survivor's guilt. And Sonia's screaming early pain. While... They definitely had to related during this. Because everybody else is kind of calm. But Jack is off the rails. Yeah, it's also the twin connection thing. I mean, I, I've met a twin, I mean, part of a twin, which her brother would feel something, she would feel it too. So, Catherine and Max, they are trying to talk to Hester. And he tells them that he really doesn't know what Romo is going to do. But he is willing to cooperate with them and if they give him access to his favorite game and then they told they tell him that this is not going to happen because it was through a game that he found two people to kill yes like we also and of course so when after he calls all of them first okay first off so kath and max go talk to ted about arnold those finally a correct literary analogy the boy, Dr. Dr. Frankenstein. Remember in season nine, season nine, season ten, Nate Haskell was talking about. Do you guys ever read? Because they were never doing a correct literary analogy with naming naming these killers. Yeah, it, it made me remind. It, it reminded me of that too. I'm telling you guys, me and Ray were chat one brain cell. Like, it was her time. When she watched the episode, it was her time with the brain cell. And when I watched the episode of last night, it was my time with the brain cell. So, Jack and Nelly. Did you, you did not know. You did not write down the date that Jack, that when Jack was listening to the notes. I did. Well, yeah, because I had a date. Yeah. And I, and I, and I like dates. It, yeah. the, this episode took place December this took place December 22nd, 2022. I mean, December 15th, 2022. So, Jack and they suit up and they go into the morgue. Yep. So, they are listening to Sonia's recording, which is a standard procedure. If you remember the morgue scenes, which I do because the morgue scenes are my favorite in CSI, Dr. Robbins would also record his autopsy. She says that Molly was injected with poison, and when Sonia was woken up to a wound, that they realized that the wound was postmortem. She got hit with poison. She got hit with a splatter. 
And then we go to Molly's apartment when we see the dead body of Greg the Fish. Rest in peace, Greg the Fish. At least we're going to get Greg on our next new episode on March 30th. Just a couple of days after my birthday. Yeah. So, I mean, Greg the Fish had to go so we could get Greg Sanders the CSI. Greg the Human. Greg the Fish had to go so we could get Greg the Human. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. So, um... Three days ago was when everything happened. Yeah. We meet Molly's mom who gives the CSIs the poor medication lift. Yeah. Then mom informed that she was poisoned because of her mental disorder. Yeah, because Molly was allergic to a bunch of things. And she was afraid that she was going to die due to anaphylactic shock to something. We find out that Molly could have contact with mom a few months ago when she got onto the game. And we... As of right now, the poison cannot be identified. And they didn't even call the CDC. I mean, because not a lot of people was not a lot of people are getting injected with the poison. I mean, which is good, but like, wow. Okay, so. Josh is analyzing a piece of plot that Molly from Molly's house. And and mentioned Ronald, Ronald, and he made it with nitric nitric acid. Yes, but and, and acid, yeah. what it is. And also, we find out that there's 34 identities that can be code break, and it took 50 years to code break the zodiac code. Okay, can I just say something real quick? Just from oh my god, can I just such. One, one thing really quick, really, really quick, I promise. So, Bo, okay, so we're back at the white room, Tasman, Bull, and Penny. They're trying to get more symbols to, to send to the FBI, so to see if they can crack something. And Bo mentions Alan Torrent, and oh, if you don't know who he is, he basically built the, not the Enigma Machine, but he built the code to break the Enigma machine. There is a movie with Benedict Cumberbatch. It's an amazing movie. That I fell asleep with in high school. What? Hey, hey, my defense, I've had to wake up at like 2 a.m. so I can get to the school so I can watch the sunrise for senior sunrise. It was the high school tradition. So they didn't have us, well, they didn't have us do math that day. They put on a movie. And I fell asleep at midnight and woke up like 2, 3 a.m. so I could get to the school to see the senior sunrise. Okay, you have to watch this movie. We're going to have to. I'm trying to watch it. I try to watch it. I love history stuff, but it's just too calm and such. Uh, wh- excuse me, it's not common. Look at what am I? Look at my favorite TV show. Right. Look at what my favorite. Look at my two favorite TV shows. How calm are they? It's it's literally it's it's literally what CSI would have been during World War Two, but but with less resources. Those it was so slow. I've watched it. I have watched it. It's just not one of my favorites. Okay, so Alan Torrey was basically like this mathematician, like this brilliant mathematician from England, but he was also part of the LGBT community at the time, LGBT community, and he was he, like- he was recruited by the by the intelligence service from the Allies to break the Enigma code. 
And he had a team and he was trying to build a machine to see if they could break the code. He wasn't allied to them, but they wanted an ally to him. Yeah, I mean, he he was building a machine because he believed that if he built the machine, it would have been a lot faster to break the code mm-hmm. than to try and break it by hands. And he was right. Like, he did the calculations. If they were doing by hands, the war could have lasted a lot mm-hmm. longer than it did. So it was literally an, in the conversation by the bar that he found out that a message was repeating itself every day and that's how he could break the code that's how he broke the enigma code that the nazis were communicating and basically saved the allies but someone gotta be nosy someone gotta be nosy after the war ended and he was chemically castrated because he was gay because during that time, it was illegal. During that time, it was illegal. But then Queen Elizabeth II, she pardoned him, even though there was nothing to be pardoned because really should not have been a crime. Correct. Bo mentions that it took Alexandria a few years to crack the codes. And she was wondering, like, how many years would have taken them to crack the that they were looking at it and the FBI guy says that it could take their machine at least nine nine to ten years. Anywhere from nine days to ten years. But you skipped a whole bunch of stuff right there. Because we so Ronald's dad is in the office offering to help out any way he can. We find out that Ronald's mom died of cancer. His Ronald's kind of cavalry can help catch him. Hubby wants Max back. Max doesn't want protecting. She's still at the top of the list to be protected. His list. You know how everybody has the list of people they were protecting to survive, and and some people get lowered down or get removed if something horrible happens between them. But Max is still on his list above his own son. Yeah. Well, the killer calls them. I get. So cocky, and he calls. I mean, he's has he's got an idea of one sixties. Let's skip in a few things. There, they find that they find turpentine, butane, gasoline that was used as an accelerant. Ted gets taken away in an ambulance as Max and Catherine show up at the prison. Ted gets a more concentrated dose of the poison. Bleach gets mentioned, and then the killer calls again. Yeah, and what? A, and a quote that I love is said. Hell is other people. Yeah. And also, uh, Jack and Sonia, they know how to speak ASL. Yes. And that's actually a little bit, that's still a little bit later. Like, because then we, they find out lights are out tonight. Poison from, they find this poison from the smoke alarms. And the poison is thiamulin, which is the heavy metal. And I wrote ASL, ASL. And I just, you know what, I'm just going to say it like I wrote in my notes. Love how Max screams Joshua when she needs something done. And if you actually looked at the frame, Josh is literally walking by her office. Yeah. He's, and then he's probably like, oh, damn, let me just grab some coffee to try and find out what poison Sonia. And 
And, <laughs> and then Max is like, Josh. And then Max tries to get on the game, but she can't go to the message board. So Shameless tries help of her son, Brian. And masculine does a mass cast. They find out there's a mass cast event at Mount Vista Hospital with Bayouman at 8.30. It's going to be through the death shack. He calls himself the angel of death. He yeah. puts on a face mask, but Kat still recognizes him. And Josh catches him by doing Superman. I mean, it's really a character development because I was literally like thinking this today. Like, I, I think like on episode three of season one, Ellie is running after a suspect, and Josh is like, "Ellie, what are you doing? Why are you running after a suspect? We don't do this. We leave this to the police." And literally, like a few episodes later, he's like doing a Superman jump <laughs> on the series. A step later, it's a year later. Yeah, I know, but like. Uh... I, I love this character development. And they they think they're too late, but they're almost too late, but thanks to Bo's quick thinking, everybody gets saved because he puts the bomb that all the value man is in inside a bag, and you see the bag go. It's really satisfying, in a way, when the, the, when the, you, you see that the, the bomb exploding inside the bag. Yes, and theory time, I don't think this is fully over, because Penny... Me neither. The notes, what does it say? What does it say? Yeah, and I love how Bo has to hold her back. And then he, and then he tries to, to reason, I mean, uh, Ronald tried to reason with Allie. Almost as if he, because earlier in the episode, he calls her to... And he gave a cupcake to this guy that works in the cleaning clothes store. And I think it that cupcake was poisoned because that's how he killed Ted. And honestly, I don't think it's over. It's almost as if he was flirting with Allie. Yeah. Well, he said that him and Allie were the same. If he's going to prison, I think he's going to research into Allie. I think he's going to become obsessed with her. Yeah. And he's going to realize that she's in love with Josh. And Serena and Josh are together. So, And he's probably going to put two and two together and realize that Josh's family is actually this family of criminals in Las Vegas. Like, I don't know, you guys. This is just, you know, theory. And, yeah. And then the next scene is back at the hospital. Sonia wakes up. She wakes her up because they figured out it was thallium. So they were, there's, and there was a, there is a antidote to thallium poisoning. poisoning. So she's able to get that. Yes, there's going to be long road re- of recovery for her. And of course, Josh did, so he did not get exactly how it would be in the Devs Lost Blind community with ASL. But he drew it on her hands because in the ASL community, it, they would do the 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 whole letter, letter, and the de- and the blind person would put their hand over it to feel with the letter. But of course, Sonya can't remove her hand, yeah. so she can't really do that. But still, so she thanks Allie for solving it, and and the judge is like, "Hey, I'm right here." 
So right now, technically, Jack is the one who's going to be head of uh, the more, maybe, or maybe someone else is going to have to steal those. Shoes. Maybe we'll get that one guy back who's so cool in the previous, when the previous episode. Oh, God, I love him. They had such a great interaction with Josh. He's like the one, the one medical examiner who, who actually likes Josh. So, I don't think this is over. I mean, the way Hester said that this guy was the worst of the worst of serial killers. And also, it didn't go out. Most serial killers, they go out with Bane. He went out with a whimper. Hester had to just go out with a bang. This guy went out with a whimper. It's true. Made high school, he kidnapped Ray's wife, almost killed him. He got killed. He got killed by Ray. Yeah. And Natalie Davis kidnaps there. Um, notice. And the big hobo killer. I think he's always oh, green. I'm sorry. I get the I get the big killer mixed up with the weird killer all the time. Sorry, post. Sorry, fellow Seattleite. I'm not from Seattle, but I'm rough area. But he went out, and he almost he killed Finn. You know. Go out with Banes and kill people. They can they, they kill suicides or they kidnap suicides. Or they do both. Come on. Even McCain went out with Bane. Yeah, that's why I still think something's going to happen to Allie. Or Josh. You know what? I don't know if... I Or to both of them. Yes. Because something has... Something more... You know, Bane... Bang, 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 bang. Has I, to happen. It's not going to happen to both of them or to one of them, and they're going to have to rescue the other because, like, I saw this image on Twitter, and it seems like Josh is holding her because she tripped or she fell, or he, or he just got her. I don't know. It's just. I still think that Allie's gonna be like the final girl of some kind, of some short, and there's something gonna happen to him. Because, like, they brought up Josh's past, Josh's family, for a reason. Maybe. Hopefully. Because, like, yeah. you like, know. You just don't mention you were kidnapped for nothing, you know. That was last season that he mentioned he was kidnapped. Yeah, you just don't mention that you were from the birth background and all that. I mean, something. There's something. Something's gonna happen. Gotta be something more. Gotta be more than this. That's actually from a country song that's about to something totally different than what we're talking about. Why did I digress? I do have to say, though, I was expecting something more because Hester said that he was the worst from the worst. I think it was a bold move to let himself be caught. I mean, I'm, I don't know from my own research that serial killers enjoy to watch their kill, but I mean, stick around to watch people die. Knowing that you could be caught at that very moment. Mm-hmm. 
it's just, I mean, bringing back an, an iconic theme as music theme as the, the Natalie Davis theme. So you finally agree. I don't. I do I do know that it's, it's I do admit that it's familiar, that it's similar, it's not the same. But bringing those two melodies together and putting them side by side, they do seem familiar. Putting this melody on CSI Vegas. I was expecting something on Natalie Davis' level. It's not that I'm disappointed. I was just expecting something worse. Yeah. Sorry, writers. I don't think we saw the last of it. Yeah. Like we said, there's, it's a, a much more of a team. I think he let himself be caught. Yeah, like he didn't even really try to, con try to conceal himself that much. He didn't even let, he didn't even try to get away. He could have fought Josh if he wanted to. No offense, Josh. <laughs> no offense, my lord. Well, Josh kind of did jump on top of him from a high up, like from like two levels, from like a whole level up, and did Superman. Well, I mean, yeah, but he could have fought Josh if he wanted to. I mean, not that Serena would have let him get away, though. Yeah, she does have a gun. She oh, but Josh was in the way. She she wouldn't have risked shooting. You know, no, no. she she wouldn't have risked shooting of anybody but the but the perp. But Ronald. I think he let himself be caught too easily. Mm -hmm. Maybe because he wants to talk to someone in the on the inside now. Hmm. Ooh. Or maybe because who oh. oh, is the owner of Atari Serial Killer? That would be in Vegas. And at a mental hospital, because you know he's going to a mental hospital. The only serial killer we've ever seen in the mental hospital was Natalie Davis. When we don't fully know what happened to her, we don't know if she killed herself, if they stopped her, if she was sent to to prison or not. Because Grissom would have reported it, even though he did not, even though he was broken hard at that point in time, he would still report it. He was still reported it. I mean, he. He had that talk with her. He probably thought that she regretted what she did to Sarah. He wouldn't have forgive what Natalie was did, but he would have recorded because he cares about the human life. He's and also he's a mandatory reporter. Also that yeah, because of the, yeah, he would have reported it. She probably would have been safe, and that would have probably still kept her on the mental facility yep 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 i'm sorry for all my pop quiz references today guys i just noticed that i've done like six yeah uh, wait, i'm noticing them too after i say it i'm sorry yeah i realize 
Uh, last week, I didn't do a pop culture reference that I should have done when I was editing the picture for Instagram. There is a Spider-Man reference <laughs> on the episode. <laughs> when Josh and Allie, they're, when, when Allie is upside down and <laughs> like like the, the, the kids from Spider-Man 1 that was Tobey Maguire. I really, I literally just realized that when I was editing the picture. Because well, I, because that picture wasn't on the one that I sent you. So yeah, guys. Great. What are we talking about next week? Dad's eat dog. The episode that we were supposed to talk about a few weeks ago. Yeah, we are dog eat dog. Yeah. We love you guys so so much. Just a couple weeks after my second Thanksgiving. <laughs> we love you guys so so much and we hope you guys please stay safe and if you want to talk to us or get in touch with please go to our social medias is on our instagram at csi dog talk again it's csi dog talks and our Twitter is CSI at CSI Talk Podcast and our, our email is CSI Talk Podcast at gmail.com. Again, it's CSI Talk G- at gmail.com. CSI Talk, po- CSI Talk Podcast at gmail.com. I'm sorry. I'm tired. <laughs> I love you. We love you guys so, so much. Oh, yeah. Stay safe out there. And Greg Sanders is coming back on March 30th. What? We get, we get the human Greg. We got a human Greg this time, not a... Well, this Greg is kind of in the toilet, probably by now. <laughs> yeah. Love how the only problem... Is swimming with Wanda. Oh, God. <laughs> the fish called Wanda. Hey, go off. Okay, um... Oh, no. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.